0: want to find joy in being both a parent and a business owner? Then come and play with us here at the Playful Mompreneur podcast. I'm your host, Shelley tonkin Smith, and I'm on a mission to help moms to start and grow their own businesses in a way that's as simple and as fun as child's play. Join me as I talk about things like playful productivity, tools and tech, and building a special kind of business. A business that supports your desire to be a fully present parent and to have the time and space to truly connect with your kids. You'll also hear from other mompreneurs and some dadpreneurs who are rocking this double gig of parenting and business ownership, with some of them even throwing homeschooling into the mix. Get the inside track on both their struggles and what's working for them and then use that as inspiration for building your playful business. You ready? Let's play. I'm delighted to have Wendy Ng with us today. I'm going to be chatting to Wendy about all things being a mompreneur, getting started as a mompreneur, running a successful business as a mompreneur. So I'd love to just tell you a little bit about Wendy before we dive into the interview. So Wendy Ng is a dance and movement coach who guides women to live consciously and confidently using mindful movements and dance through her signature program, Moving Into Joy. Passionate about movement, Wendy holds a BSc in kinesiology and has trained in various forms of dance, Muay Thai kickboxing and yoga. Wendy uses her experience in movements and a combination of mental and physical strategies to help her clients shift their thinking, reconnect with their intuition, and build their confidence. Prior to starting her business, Wendy worked more than 10 years as an occupational therapist, helping clients adapt to change and live independently, doing the things most important to them. In her free time, you can find Wendy hanging out with her three kids and husband, playing board games, having family paint nights or being a chef at home. And what I'm going to just add to this is also that Wendy is both a previous client of mine and that Wendy and I were in a mastermind together. So it feels like we come a long way. We also are just mm-hmm. about twins and just about share the same birthday. I'm going to add that too, Wendy. So welcome, yes.
1: Wendy. I'm <laughs> oh going to Shelly. Thank you so much for having me. This is going to be so fun. Like, it's always nice to catch up with a friend.
0: It is totally, it is so cool to catch up with you again. And I knew when I was doing this podcast and planning it all out, I knew I had to have Wendy on the show because I think you are oh. going to, such an encouragement to so many other mompreneurs out there. So before I go <laughs> too deep into all of that, tell us about your business, Wendy. Yeah, thanks Shelly. So you spoke a little bit
1: to it is that I do work with moms. I love working with moms with young kids and I like to help them be my new line to share with my clients is, be you joyfully. Because I think as women, the more we can live aligned with yourself, the more you can share and impact the people around you, whether it's your family, your spouse, your community. And so the coaching and the work I do with my clients, I look at people holistically. So that's part of my OT background is that, you know, I want to teach women to live really mindfully, not only shifting their thinking, but getting really in touch with their body. Because as people in the world, we need our body to help us execute whatever it is that we want to do. So we can't ever split the two between mind and movement. That's why I've paired it together in my business and help moms this way.
0: That is so cool. I love this, this interconnectedness between Mm -hmm. mind and body and, and this moving into joy, like the name of your signature program of actually finding joy through movements. I've found it a lot now with my kids when I'm home I used to be sit down at your desk and let's do these flashcards and let's do reading and let's do all this, the desk work. And mm-hmm. I've just found how important it is to get them moving to yes. learn something. And it doesn't look like classroom learning sometimes, <laughs> but it's so much more powerful. It's just amazing. And I don't think that changes. When we're adults, As an right? adult, yes. I know. We've
1: been trained, like, you know, traditional school trains you to be, sit at your desk, do these worksheets, do this work. And there's a reason for it, right? Because they mm-hmm. teach a, a large amount of kids at one yeah. time. However, there's stronger push now. You're seeing different types of schooling out there, you know, more open concept, more mm-hmm. involving movement, different types and styles of learners. So you know, it applies to adults as well. We just haven't maybe integrated it into our day-to-day lives yet.
0: Yeah. And I think your teachings and doing your five-minute stretches and your movement exercise, which we'll, I'm <laughs> sure you'll we'll tell us about later, that's really helped yeah. me. So we were talking about kids. So tell us about your mm-hmm. kids and your family and what's yeah. your childcare setup. Tell us all about the family. We want to know yes. all about <laughs> <laughs> Okay.
1: So I can say before COVID, my older two are in school full-time, Monday to Friday. And then my youngest one was in preschool Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday um, in the mornings. And so my hubby and I shared the duty of pick up and drop off to preschool. And this is amongst us both working full time. So we take our lunch breaks to go and do the driving. And so all the kids were in uh, childcare before and after school as well. And so we were hustling them out the door for 7.30 in the morning, you know, <laughs> drop them off so that we could get to work at eight and then pick them up around 5.30, right? For the evening. So now because of the pandemic, things have shifted a bit. We've pulled them out of daycare. That was our choice. And also just to um, minimize their exposure. Okay. So now the the older two get um, picked up and dropped off from the bus close to our house, and they're that's at eight twenty and four in the afternoon. So I can fit it or kind of run out really quickly during my work hours to do that. Okay. And my youngest one now has full day preschool that her teacher offers, so that has made a huge difference for us. So the Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursdays are like nine to three. She's out of the house, uh-huh. and you know wonderfully engaged so again we still like work around our work schedules take shorter lunch breaks so that we can accommodate pick up and drop off for the kids and such so thankfully it's still working out fairly well though we've definitely had a shift in how things are for mm-hmm. our household
0: it's been such a shift and and it's so nice to hear how you've adapted with the pandemic how there have been changes but also then benefits around that Wonderful. And so how old are your kids? Yeah, my
1: oldest one is nine, the middle one is seven, and the little one is four. And I have to say, along with like all these tweaks that I've had to make, I've seen them really Mm. grow and mature this year because of the new things we've asked them to do. Yeah. And so I think that's, that's beautiful to see. And also like, you know, as someone starting out in business, it's just, you just take the first small step, right? And- Make one decision and see how it plays out. And then you shift things as you go.
0: Yeah. Right. Uh, I'm so excited to chat a little bit <laughs> more about um, playfulness. And because I think we can be so inspired by kids as mompreneurs, you know, I sometimes think yes. we think, oh, that like that side of life is separate and being mom is separate to being businesswoman. But there's so many lessons we can draw from our kids and the way we deal with our kids and the way they deal with life that can shift our perspective so beautifully. So I'm so excited to dive in with that. But I'm really Mm -hmm. interested now to hear about your business journey of how you got to this point, both having your own business, your own coaching business, and then also continuing with being an OT as well. So you're balancing the two And Mm -hmm. I think that for many moms, they're going to be in the similar situation, especially when they start in their business, that they are Mm -hmm. going to be, or even it's by choice that they want to continue with their more traditional job and then start a business on the side. So Mm -hmm. I'd love to hear your whole journey. It started the very beginning for us. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Okay. So I'll paint you a picture of when I was little, I grew up as a really shy kind of introverted middle child, two sisters, and I was really good with like getting other people to help me speak up. <laughs> and so, I was the kid that was afraid to put up their hand in class. I wouldn't like speak to adults and things like that. So, as I moved into working and as a working mom of two in my early 30s, um I got to a point where I was striving to create a bigger life for my family. I had bigger goals in my life. And yet, I hit this point where I felt like I was really struggling in the overwhelm of adulting, this life I had created for myself, I realized I had checked off all these things that I was supposed to do or should do, according to my parents, society, whatever, right? And um, I I often heard I was kind of the very dutiful, best Asian child, right, Uh that my parents could be so proud of. Um, And, you know, I was happy with that at one point, Until I became a mom and had bigger dreams for myself. So I I found myself at this point um, unhappy with kind of the outwardly successful life I had, right? I had created, I was a mom, a wife, I had a a beautiful home, um, I had a wonderful career. And yet I was looking for something more. And I started to look for ways to feel better because I was just not quite happy where I was. So that's when I joined a women's life coaching group or like a mastermind, and Uh everything changed from there. So, having a mentor who really breathed some belief back into me and sharing new tools and strategies with me to shift my mindset completely changed the way I was showing up in my life, in all areas of my life, you know, with my husband, with my children, and at work. So, um, here's me, right, as a really shy child. All of a sudden, as an adult, I started stepping up more. I started taking more leadership at work. I became more of an advocate for my own kids and speaking up for them because I realized that i that's the role I have now. And that's the that's the new person I want to step into being. So also, my coach that I was working with encouraged me to go back to doing something for myself, something that I really loved. And for me, that was I started dancing again. And well, wow, the combination of all that mindset work and starting to dance again, doing something that I loved, it just helped me reconnect back to myself, and I discovered that I really had all the answers that I needed within me. And so, because of this, I've created my business because I want to show other moms how to do this exact same things. That, you know, by choosing really carefully and consciously how you want to live your life and create your life, you can live your life out very joyfully by being yourself.
0: So cool. So cool. Mm-hmm. And I just love that turning point, like for you of, of dancing, because dancing was something that you'd done from, from a young age, right? Yes.
1: Yes, I had from when I was seven and uh-huh. I danced my whole life, taught for 10 years, and then I became a mom. Uh-huh. And then bam, I just <laughs> dropped it all because I had to, I thought I had to. Put all my time and energy and focus on my kids. Mm-hmm. And yes, at some point, yes, I felt yeah. like I had to and then and then I discovered I didn't have to. there was still time for me and I had to create that again for myself. And when I did and just like I just rediscovered myself. I was like, oh, I am still me despite being a mom, despite being a career woman, despite being a spouse, I'm still me and mm-hmm. I still have the things that light me up. and when I do those, it it helps me light up everyone around me
0: it's so awesome mm-hmm. that's what I'm, I'm hearing is that it's like this I, i'm now more i'm I, i'm expanding it's like yeah but yet there's still this core of me and the things that i love and the passions that i have and i like um i, I i've signed up for a singing class on udemy just for mm-hmm. like also similar kind of creative outlets and initially I was like, oh, I wonder if it's going to be too sort of analytical. I just want to enjoy singing, but it's been so brilliant because it's also all about the breath and mm. I'm finding that's actually really good for me as a movement exercise as well. Like, taking you back to you. Yes.
1: Right? Just yes. That moment to focus solely on you.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that just helping women through through movement to live consciously, to live by intention, I think is just so so wonderful and like you've influenced me as well in this (laughs) regard um Mm -hmm. yeah specifically I think just realizing that your body is not just like a I don't know it's not just a rental pool that you're like moving around (laughs) and it's it actually is you it's you yeah it's an extension
1: of your Mm -hmm. your I guess your heart and your soul it's yeah the thing that's going to get you to, to execute and do all those things that you do care about so much. Yay. And so we've got to take care of all those pieces and make sure we feel connected
0: mm. so that
1: you can wholly be you.
0: So this is so inspirational. Now I love asking my guests about their zone of genius and like, I'm starting to kind of start to see where <laughs> what zone of genius is, but I'd love to know what it is that lights you up and you feel is, is your zone of genius. When you're doing it, you're just feeling so amazing and in the flow. And also lots of people come and ask you for help in this regard. What's, what's that for you? Yeah. Well, I was thinking about this when you asked me before
1: the things that really, I can see a trend in my, you know, in my life is that I've always been a teacher. Always been someone who likes to impart knowledge. Okay. So, even from a young age, I would be helping my classmates learn math, or I'd be, you know, helping my sister with something, or I just like being the person that can help other people figure out how to do things themselves. The other thing is that I've always really had a positive outlook on life. I can always see the positive side of things. So, I find that this is really, really an area that I can help moms and people in my coaching is to make that shift that no matter what situation they're in, there is another side of things and I can help them bring out that positivity in their own lives. And the third thing, of course, is dance, dance and movement. Like I've studied, I grew up doing it. I studied it. And it brings me so much joy to just dance and move. And so because of that, I like to share it with other people because it just feels good. And when it feels good in your body, I want other people to feel that same way and that feel that same joy by dancing and moving. So those are my
0: three three pieces that I, I yeah.
1: impart and share with the world.
0: I would 100% agree with all three of those. And I can say that because Wendy is one of the few people that have actually met IRL in real life. Um, She traveled from Canada to Philadelphia and I traveled a lot further from Mm -hmm. South Africa to Philadelphia. I mean, you traveled far, but I I traveled further. Yes. And we, we went for a retreat for a mastermind that we were part of. And at that retreat, Wendy led a dance class at the beginning of the day. And it was just the best thing ever because initially I think everybody was feeling a little self-conscious. Yeah. We yeah, we all yeah, we kind of knew each other from the mastermind online, but then we hadn't, it was kind of the first time we were sort of really meeting in real life, and it was just amazing how that movement broke down barriers and connected us. Mm-hmm. And then I think also that you were getting us to do something really challenging. <laughs> like for me anyway, um, it's to, to, to copy these dance moves and to put together this dance routine, it was both challenging and fun at the same time. And we could yes. laugh, but we were also using our brains, but also maybe in a very mm-hmm. different way to how we use our brains, you know, behind the computer and mm-hmm. at work, but, at, you know, adding the dance piece using my body to to move and to do something that was really challenging for me it was just mm-hmm. so much fun so I really <laughs> think that was and that, that was your gift like and I think you were kind of like because you had a range of different t- levels of talents in that room but you mm-hmm. managed to teach us all and by the end of it we were we were rocking it we had a nice yeah, yeah you guys were it was yeah awesome. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. so Take us now, I'd love to know, into your week, into your typical. Because yes. I think this is what a lot of mompreneurs like, okay, but how does she actually do it? How does she fit in all of this and, and then still look after herself? <laughs> so so, can you give us a bit of an overview of your week of like how mm-hmm. many hours are you working per week? Um, yeah. How many hours are you like w- uh, with your kids each week? Are there other constraints on your time? And, and then how – within the work time that you're given, like mm-hmm. how, how do you manage that? Like, how do you kind of structure that, <laughs>
1: so that you can get the most done? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's interesting you ask me all these questions. I, I'm glad you asked me before so I could prep for this. And it was like, oh, it was really eye-opening to see how I actually spend my time. Like I knew But not Mm. to this detail. So I work still as an occupational therapist in a part time job share situation, which I created. It took me four years to get it, but (laughs) it's fantastic now because I needed that breathing space in my life as a mom Mm. with three kids. So now I spend about 24 to 32 hours a week um, at that job as an occupational therapist. And then I have about six to 10 hours that I can dedicate to my coaching business. So I have like Mm. a, um, like I said, my, my youngest one is in preschool for full days now. So when she's gone on the, the one day a week that I'm not working at my regular day job, then I have that focus time for my coaching. And then a few other like sporadic, um, you know, hours here and there throughout my week when I can fit it in. Mm-hmm. So over the course of the week, it I calculated it. It seems like I spend about 30 to 40% of my time with or on my kids. So I say with um, with yes. doing things with them or on with you know childcare and cooking for them cleaning whatever those yes, type of things yes.
0: and it's so all that so, mental labor that goes in the yes. management that that yes. force up that's that's on you <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. yeah
1: so and otherwise you know I'm blessed with good health and my family is um, in good health too so I don't have any outside you know. um, Outside of work and outside of my kids and my business, there isn't too many things that I have to focus my time on. So I'm blessed that way. And so how do I actually allocate my actual work time? Like I said, I took me four years to create the extra day in my week so that I'd have originally it was for me to have some me time to have some breathing room as a mom to, you know, do groceries and meal prep, and all that stuff. And now I've slowly shifted that time that I'm more efficient in those things with meal planning, grocery delivery, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So I have more time that I can actually spend on my business. And so I have like six hours if I wanted to on those Mm -hmm. days to focus on creating content, on actual client work, whatever it is. And then if I need to, I will wake up earlier, maybe half an hour a day earlier to Mm -hmm. spend a little bit of extra time in the mornings when it's quiet, or I will just tell my husband, you know what, I need an hour or two of time on the weekend and just fit my business hours in there as well.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I, I love the balance there of the design and like the sort of ideal Schedule and then mm-hmm. with a little bit of uh, spontaneity. Flexibility, yes. Flexibility, yes. Yes, I, I think that's mm-hmm. essential. I, and I think. And also to have that support of your husband to say, okay, listen, this Mm -hmm. this particular week, I need some spillover time on the weekend. I I always come back to that. There's time for all of my priorities. So it's maybe sometimes not about um, not having enough time, but it's reprioritizing and and cutting some of the things that don't belong in the schedule. Well, yes, I would
1: say, and and, right, I, I talked about, it took me four years to create what I wanted in my life, right? Wow. To, to get the job share, to get the time back for my job so that I would have more space. Mm-hmm. And then you, here, I only prioritize a few things in my life now, the kids, mm-hmm. my work, my business. And then that's why it feels like it works is because I've made it work. Yes. I've really aligned with um, what i want to create in my life and the things that are most important and I think it takes some time to do that and and Mm -hmm. don't be afraid as a new person jumping in to it's going to feel a little bit chaotic it's going to feel a little bit like out of sorts until you figure out what works for you and Mm -hmm. it's it's going to look different for everyone but Mm -hmm. it will work for you once once you figure it out and try it out
0: that is, it's mm-hmm. so true. And I remember when when we started working together, mm-hmm. I remember you saying, I've actually taken on this business now. I've added this to my life, but mm-hmm. it, so I'm doing more, but it actually <laughs> feels like I'm doing less. Like it feels yes. everything is, I think, aligned. Your priorities are really clear. And so mm-hmm. then... The I think maybe the signal to noise ratio is right, so that you get getting more signal and less noise in your life. So you are doing a lot in your week. So share with us a little bit of a productivity tip. Is there anything that helps you to fit this all in? And we've obviously talked about getting your priorities straight. You know, just changing your mindset and creating that space. But is this is there mm-hmm. some practical tip that you can share with with everyone else that they could try out?
1: Yeah, I um a couple things is getting really, really good at goal setting. (laughs) Uh So just planning out exactly what I want to happen. It might not be an exact plan, but having a bigger vision of, okay, well, this is the end goal I want. And then kind of reverse engineering how I'm going to make that happen. And so like on a weekly basis, I will have um, goals of things that I want to accomplish or need to accomplish to move forward in my business Or even just, you know, in my family life, what do we want for the the kids and things like that? Um, The other thing is setting aside clear business hours. So whether I always follow through with it or not, I at least mentally and physically have it on my calendar that these are the business hours. And sometimes, like I said, sometimes I need to leave room for some flexibility because of family commitments and things. But having it In my schedule, my husband knows it. My kids Mm -hmm. kind of know it. Um, Setting the boundary is quite important so that I can move forward on the things that I really want to accomplish. And then the last thing that I found super beneficial in, in stepping into entrepreneurship was finding mentorship. And also finding a community of other women who are also, you know, budding entrepreneurs or at different stages of entrepreneurship to surround myself with and connect with on a regular basis mm-hmm. to keep me moving forward, even though I might stumble, even though sometimes my week or month doesn't turn out how I want it to. As soon as I connect back with those women, it reminds me of the, the reason I'm doing this. It reminds me it helps focus me again on the things that I'm working so hard towards.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I can agree with that. So what you're describing now also just sounds, it sounds really driven and goal oriented, but I think it also sounds really playful. And I think for me, that's something that when I think of you, I think of this, this playfulness, this bubbliness, this mm, I think it's also the dog, that kind of thing. <laughs> um, so of course, the podcast is all about being a playful mompreneur. So I'd love you to yes. tell us about how, maybe given, give us some examples of how embracing playfulness in your business has has led you to success in your business that you maybe wouldn't have otherwise um, found. Mm-hmm. Um, well,
1: I think playfulness is really infused into all the programs and the services that I have created for my clients. So, for example, I, oh, um, was it, like, Half a year ago or more, I decided to do a five day dance challenge. So I offered like a five day, um, people would meet me online, be like 15 minutes of dancing fun in the middle of their day. And it was just to create some lightness and some fun back into their lives. And that's what I was offering to women. And then I moved it on to doing a five day mini retreat where we not only incorporate the movement, but also the the mindfulness and the mind work, some of that aspect into the retreat to help women really learn how to create that spaciousness in their lives and to be intentional about creating more playfulness in their life as well. And so, and of course, my signature program, Moving Into Joy, is all about dance and movement and fun and playfulness as well, and to cr- connect with more joy in your life.
0: Hmm. So mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, I think I think this idea of having that dance challenge, I think, is so important in bringing a little bit of playfulness. It's like a key that unlocks it's a different part of your brain, and I yes. think it lies dormant if you don't address it through playfulness. And I think also doing it through challenges where you can bring people along for the ride, I think, it's just so fun. Mm-hmm. Now, also for us very high achieving women entrepreneurs it's sometimes we feel like we want to obey the rules all the time like (laughs) marks and and all of this but I'm sure being an entrepreneur there's points where you've had to break those rules where you've had to just push the limits of what is standard business practice like I mean you could have gone oh well I have to work five days a week so that's just Mm -hmm. it I just have to accept it but you haven't mm-hmm. done that. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about where you've broken the rules in this? Yeah. I know you have, Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well,
1: the interesting thing about being new to business and having absolutely no background or formal learning or training in business is that I had no idea what the standard rules were. So I just had to figure it out. And it did take some time and practice to understand I have to slow down and move at my own pace, whatever is mm-hmm. going to work for me. So like, for example, that me creating a job share, that was me just looking for more space. And I had to create it. I had this full-time job. There was just no way I could maintain that pace with my young family. So I just had to create and ask and ask and, and talk to another mom who was also in the same situation. And we just made it work after a long time (laughs) with our organization. Um, But I'd say that the results that I'm looking for in my business, um, I'm seeing it over time, time and time again. They will start showing up when they are meant to. And no amount of hustling and losing sleep over it or like creating extra stress in my life to make it work, it it won't bring my vision to life. It's going to come at its own pace, even though I don't like the pace of it. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I want it now, but I'm, I'm learning that, that that is, um, you kind of have to lean in to do the work, but also lean back to see what's going to come back out of all the things that you put out there into the world. So I've had to know that doing more and sleeping less will not equate a more successful and sustainable business. You just have to, um, (laughs) you have to trust, I've had to trust that the process and me being more visible, me doing the work, me slowly, you know, learning the new skills that I need to, will get me to what I want to accomplish in the time that it's going to happen.
0: Oh, that is such a wonderful reflection. And and I think... So so often we just want to add more. We want to work harder. We want to work longer, give up sleep, mm-hmm. give up all the self-care things that we, that we maybe even had in place. And yeah, I, d- I don't think, I don't think that that's, well, I, I I know that that's not the business I want to build and I can hear the mm-hmm. this business you want to build and instead yeah. something so much cooler, I think mm-hmm. doing the work, as you say, trusting the process. I think it brings a more richer experience. It brings a more exciting mm-hmm. journey. I think that's so encouraging for other mompreneurs who are, who are starting or who are already on this journey and are feeling yeah, mm-hmm. a little bit of a fun. So are there any yes. other tips that you have to share with, with new mompreneurs?
1: Well, I think I already um, mentioned it. The one thing is mentorship, right? Finding yeah. the mentorship for someone who's just been there is where you want to be. Connect with those people because they can make your your journey shorter or more efficient, right? Mm-hmm. Cut out the things that don't necessarily have to happen and get you on your path a little bit quicker and with more ease.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: also it's just having that person there that says, hey, you can do this. Yes. You absolutely can do this. And that is so helpful. Um and I talked about it before, right? Finding the like-minded women to surround yourself with. So that you can bounce ideas off of, share, talk about what's working in your business or their business. And you might find there's some new ideas that you can incorporate into your business just by talking to other people who are in this entrepreneurship path as you are. And then creating things at your own pace. I when I started this journey I was definitely like okay I need to get this done I need to I need to see the results in 6 months. And when it didn't happen it was so frustrating. But now that I I look back on it well I wasn't quite ready yet. I didn't know it until I moved even further into my journey that like okay had something happened had I like got a lot of results I might have been overwhelmed and not able to provide the best service to clients that I was working with had they happened at that earlier stage in my entrepreneurship journey. Mm. So just knowing that you know the pace is going to happen and unfold the way it really needs to. And the last thing I really learned is about creating a business around my life and not the other way around, right? So first, I had to create the space in my life for me. Then I'm like, oh, I'm going to start a business. Then it was like, I tried to push and make things happen and just got a little bit stressful trying to force things and work my life around my business. It wasn't until I eased back a little bit, created the boundaries and set the specific times that I was going to work my business around the other priorities in my life, that things felt more spacious and like things are easier now because I work my business alongside my life and not the other way around.
0: I think you are really helping so many moms to walk this journey, not just as entrepreneurs, but wherever they are, whether they are in a full-time job, whatever stage of life they're in, you are helping so many moms to navigate this kind of journey and have been through it. So mm-hmm. I'd love you to share if moms are listening to this and they want to get in touch with you and to follow you, why don't you just share with us where they can meet you in the interwebs. Sure.
1: I like to live on Instagram. So you can find me at simplynaturallywendy. And you can also find me on my website um, at thewendying.com. And I know Shelley will share the spelling and everything of that um, after the
0: show uh, in the show notes as well. See, that. <laughs> Excellent, and I, I need to tell everyone this as well. To get your five minute morning movement routine, which is yes. wonderful. So when you sign up to Wendy's newsletter, you get the five minute morning movement routine, which is a video, and she, she you share all your stretches that you do. <laughs> you five minutes. Yeah. So I highly yes. recommend Wendy's five minute movement routine, and I'll put that link in the show notes. You can yes. sign up, and you can get that video. Yeah. Just ease into your day. Don't
1: jump up and like start answering to everyone else. Just take, take five minutes. It's just five minutes. And you'll see that once you start giving yourself the five minutes, you're going to find five minutes, 10 minutes in other parts of your day that you start creating it.
0: So, so cool. Thank you so much, Wendy, for for being with us on the Playful Mompreneur podcast. I know we have all been very blessed and enriched by what you've had to share with us. And hopefully it won't be too much longer until we chat again soon. Thanks so much, Wendy. Yeah, thanks. It's been a pleasure, Shelley. That's the end of our Mompreneur playdate today. But come again soon. Subscribe and tune in wherever you listen to podcasts. But the best way to make sure that you don't miss an episode and to get free bonus content is to get onto the Playful Mompreneur email list at PlayfulMompreneur.com. That's also where you'll find the show notes for today's episode. So head to PlayfulMompreneur.com and sign up there. And then, playing is even more fun with friends, right? So please share the Playful Mompreneur podcast with all your Mompreneur friends, by sending them over to PlayfulMompreneur.com or tell them to search The Playful Mompreneur on Apple Podcasts or wherever they listen to podcasts. You can also help me to spread the word by leaving a favorable review on Apple Podcasts. I'd absolutely love that. Thanks so much for tuning in, spreading the word, and most of all, being playfully and wonderfully you. Now it's time to go off and be a Playful Mompreneur.